Venice Presbyterian Church outside Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm going to share with you some more today, um, some thoughts out of Romans 12. Um, we're going to stay with Romans 12 for a while, and we're going to stay with, we're with uh, talking about Romans 12, verse uh, 9 today. And I think we may be with verse 9 all through the rest of the next three or four sessions. Uh, it's a really big verse. And in fact, today, we already started it last a uh, few week, few sessions ago when I talked to you about love um, and just the first word in the verse. We're not going to get much farther, maybe the second word now. Um, it's a really big verse. Uh, and um, I want to talk to you about it, about the Greek behind it. Uh, New Testament Greek is uh, something that we Presbyterian pastors are required to study. I used to say we were required to learn it, but we really weren't. We're just required to study it. Um, and most of us are pretty much smarty pants about it. And we make a big deal of it because we like to be impressive. Um, but it is sometimes helpful, I will say, to know uh, Greek and be able to read the language that Paul actually wrote in. And we're going to look at that today. Um, and it's really especially important with this whole verse. We're going to be doing that for a few days here. So let me just read it to you in three different translations now. Uh, the New International Version, just the first part of the verse. Love must be sincere. The New English Translation, it's a really nice translation. You should go check it out. Love must be without hypocrisy. Or the New Living Translation, another nice translation, and it reads, don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Now, the reason for that is that the word there, Paul says simply, love must be, I'm going to say it in Greek, sort of, uh, love must be anupokritos. It's a compound word, uh, an and hypocritos, not hypocritos. Now, maybe you can, that word sounds a little familiar to you. Because the, we get our English word from that last part of that verb. Hypocrite. Hypocritos. Hypocrite. Now in ancient Greece, the word hypocrites referred to, uh, first of all, to an actor in a play. Uh, that is someone who pretended to be someone they were not. Now in a play, that's fine. That's perfectly okay. But in real life, pretending to be someone you're not, that's not good. We call that hypocritical. And it's uh, what's behind the word that Paul's using here in this verse. So if we go back to Romans 12, verse 9, when Paul says that love must be anupokritos, what he means is that it should be sincere, it should be genuine, it should be authentic. Uh, in other words, it should not it should not be just something that you pretend, but it should be the real thing. Now, insincere love, love that is is really just pretend love, um, that's something we've all experienced probably, right? In our own lives, we've experienced love that wasn't real, it wasn't genuine, that was make-believe, that was, we could sense it was pretend. It looked like love, but it didn't feel like love. And it wasn't real love. There was something else going on. Um, and we have to be honest here also, I think. We've probably all done this too, where we've wanted to appear to be loving while we were interested in something else. We had ulterior motives. That's what insincere really, insincere love really is. And most especially, it happens when we let self-interest creep into it. So that when we let self-interest creep into love, it 
poisons it. It really poisons love. Um, a couple sessions back when I first started talking about this verse, I, I told you this is the word for love here is agape, which is this unconditional, selfless love, unselfish or selfless love. Uh, agape love has no room for self-interest. But insincere love, hypocritical love, happens when we want to keep up the appearance of being loving, but when in our heart of hearts, we are most interested in taking care of ourselves. Um, that's what happens when real love gets poisoned, when it gets poisoned by self-interest. Love then becomes an act or a pretense. We are, um, when we are most, when are we most prone to do this? Let's just think about that. When are we most prone to be self-interested in our loving? It's when we're afraid. When we're in hard times and we're afraid. Fear makes us self-interested, makes us concerned about ourselves and our own needs. Fear pushes us out concern for others. And we try to, we try to keep up the appearance of love, but we're really most, most concerned about taking care of ourselves. When that happens, that's when love becomes insincere. You know, we're living in, in, in hard times, in dangerous times, and we're afraid. We're prone to be afraid now uh, for various reasons, either afraid of the virus, afraid of the economic consequences, or afraid of all of it. But that's going to be, we need to keep on our guard now because we're in a time when fear is very real. And, and because of that, that fear, which we know can kill love, we need to search our hearts. We need to examine our love, all of our love, and examine it, search it out, banish the fear from our lives, and and really concentrate on caring about others more than we care about ourselves. When we do that, we will be banishing this hypocritical love and living the real thing. Let's try to do that. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your your love for us, which is all for us. Help us to love the way Jesus loved. Help us to love sincerely, honestly, and without pretense. Help us to really care about others. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Take care. I'll talk to you again soon.